Attention Inspection presents Going Ultra! This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. Visit mjmunoz.com slash gu for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. SSS Dinozanon, episode 4, which is entitled What Is This Thumping Heart? Originally aired in the United States, April 23rd, 2021. The writer for this episode, as the last episode, is Keichi Hasegawa. The director is Tatsumi Fuji. Starting off right away with the static, Gyama interrupting the conversation with Shizumu was a little disappointing to me. I didn't like it. Kind of got in the way of other things. There was plenty of sizzle this episode. The training in Dina Soldier in the beginning uh, was really cool. I've been calling it Dina Rex. It's Dina Soldier. I think that's silly, but there is a Dina Rex form, isn't there? I think that's what the deal is. Anyway, uh, it was a lot of fun to see. I love seeing training in shows, uh, seeing people have to struggle and try, and uh, the whole thing where they had all those bottles or those those 50-gallon barrels uh, on... Uh, I don't, who put them on him? Did he put them on himself? Anyway, doesn't I don't know. But, you know, um, Yamogi was, like, squatting in there, holding a squat, and he's trying to balance and do all this. Super cool. Love to see that. Uh, and then he gets distracted. He falls over. He splashes in the water. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Just, it was a great scene. So, that was really cool. Uh, Chise getting to pilot Dinah Soldier for a bit was really cool. The shot of her uh, jumping into action was was really awesome. Um, <laughs> and then, like, you know, that pose that she got where she's holding Dinah Soldier before, like, I think she's on the wing of Dinah, or I think she's on the wing of Dinah Wing, and then she activates it and then is able to get in there. That was really cool. Um, and then, like, watching her ineptitude uh, during the scene, uh, following that, was really cool. Like, she's running, but she doesn't run and do the combination, and Dinah Soldier's arms aren't moving at all. She's just kind of running... Uh, and she compares it to a video game we saw her playing a video game earlier, so I feel like that kind of connects. Like, I almost wonder if during the scene where she was playing the video game, she was thinking, like, oh, I'm getting ready for, you know, dying a soldier. I'm going to pilot that bad boy like nobody's business. And, uh, you know, there's a difference between having your butt in a seat, well, actually being in the action and just thinking about it. Uh, so it was cool to see on display, and it, it was funny. Um... Dinah Soldier uh, had some really great body language with her when she was struggling and unsure of herself uh, as a pilot, like, holding the little short dino arms together uh, as a dino driver is there, you know, Koyomi's trying to help her or whatever. That was really cool. Uh, getting into the soul of, uh, of the episode, uh, everyone is changing. There was some setup and development on that here. Uh, I have observations, but there isn't enough for me to make any um, real definitive statement or any big definitive statements about what's going on. So here we go with my observations for this, but these are digging into the soul of these characters and possibly the soul of the show. May, that's the frumpy friend of Manami, notices that Manami's changing and asks her who is causing it. Manami asks that it's no one, it's all coming from within her, but I don't quite think that is the case. Kuyomi is thinking of going on a date with Yamogi's senpai. He even asks Gama for the day off uh, to take her out and Chise points out that he already has every day off because he's unemployed, he's a neat, right? Chisei volunteers to put herself in danger to pilot Dinah Soldier in Yamogi's absence. Meanwhile, Yamogi is in a different place from the others, so he, he's not quite changing in the same ways, um, but there are, are things going on with him. He seems to be just kind of going along with the whole uh, Dinazanon effort, but he is acting uh, to draw closer to Manami, and like she sneezes over his invitation to go with her, or his, his self-invitation, and he kind of backs off from that, but you know, sometimes you got to take a step back before you can take a step forward again, and that might be where the guy is. Um, I'm not saying it's a laudable, I'm just saying it's it's reasonable and it's human, 
uh, and it makes sense. So then finally, uh, Galma is questioning uh, Dinazanon and why the others are able to pilot it. He seems shaken by the fact that Chise was able to do it and that she has the aptitude, whatever that is. And um, I think he was so sure in that when he identified Yomogi and the others as having the aptitude that it really is setting up for him, well, maybe aptitude isn't something that matters. Maybe uh, it's going to cause him to question his self-worth, but that's not part of my speculation that I'm going to get into. So I will move over to the speculation uh, segment and uh, we'll get going. Suzumu, uh, sorry, Suzumu uh, is being transparent and open. This is my speculation. And that will create opportunities for shifting alliances and a closer examination of the kaiju. I bet we could see Yomogi defect from the from the Dinozanon 4 because he doesn't want to go along with the plan Galma is executing. He may even want to stop Kaiju from just being destroyed. He might want to heal them or, you know, resolve the issue with the underlying people. And uh, here's some speculation too, some unscheduled speculation, so this won't be in the show notes. Um, if it's true that Kaiju are formed from people uh, needing things and, and wanting to escape from some form of bondage, uh, if you alleviate the bondage that that person feels, will the kaiju go away? Does the kaiju get destroyed or get undone? Much like we saw at the end of this episode, once the kaiju was destroyed, the damage it did flattening out those buildings and such, the buildings were restored. Uh, does it work at a deeper level? If you fix that person, uh, is it going to solve all the kaiju problems? I don't know. Will they just go away? Could they just vanish? That'd be interesting to see. Uh, okay. Popping over into the uh, debate section, as I'm calling it. Uh, if kaiju are born from people's desire to break free from their bonds, then uh, the world doesn't need Dinozanon, does it? Uh, it simply needs people to be truly free and happy. I'm also wondering, uh, what is the threshold for a kaiju to be created? Is it measured in time? Is it measured in intensity of feelings? Or is it something else? I mean... If you can cause enough pain and suffering to a person and make them want to break free from things... Alexis Karev, I'm looking at you and Shinjo Kani. Uh, then can't you kind of cultivate kaiju within people by causing them to suffer? And if that's the case, I don't know where to go from that. But what do you think? What might be the threshold? Is it a certain amount of... Is it suffering for a certain amount of time? Is it cer suffering a certain amount of English? Um, when, you know, uh, Manami's sister died did that spawn kaiju because of her parents being bound by grief or is she bound by grief or she's unbound by I, I don't know I don't really know how to go with this but these are my questions I'm wondering you know could we just get rid of Danazanon if everybody were happy but you'll never make everybody happy I didn't say you will I'm just saying theoretically if everybody were to be happy uh, if there were perfection would all the kaiju go away I don't know I think that's an interesting question to explore and uh, really that's uh that's all I have to say, and let me see, where am I? Ah, I'm still going over my time, but that's all right. I'm trying to make these episodes snappier and better, and I'm doing a lot more work developing my show notes beforehand, and I like it. I think the things are going better, and I'll throw out another question. Uh, if you've been with me over the course of uh, my Dinazanon coverage and um, probably Ultraman Z, uh, if you haven't been checking that out, you should. I'm covering it on Going Ultra as well. Uh, anyway, if you've been uh, following along with that, have you noticed an improvement? Do you like these shorter, snappier, quicker episodes? And uh, do you like the new format that I'm doing where I'm examining basically the bad, uh, the cool, the good, slash deep, and then like forming a question based on what was in the episode? Because uh, I think that's pretty cool. I, I'm liking that so far. Um, anyway, I'm going to encourage you to go to mjmunios.com slash gu. Check out the Going Ultra for both 
SSSS.Dinazanon, and Ultraman Z, which is a fantastic show. It just keeps getting better and better. Uh, I'm loving it. We're at episode 12, I think, right now, which is about halfway through the series, and it's it's great. It's it's a fantastic show. It's going to be one of my favorite shows uh, of anything, as long as it doesn't, you know, turn real bad uh, real soon. So anyway, loving that, absolutely. Uh, next thing is, go ahead and check out uh, the day... Well, very soon after this is published, go and check out Glowbug. Go to mgmunos.com, type in Glowbug, or look at, near the top for a, a draft for Ava and the Glowbug. It's a short story that I'm writing. It's a children's picture book, actually, so it's an entire story about a little girl who is afraid of the shadows and what lurks in them, and then the shadows come to life and uh, cause her terror, which it empowers the shadows, and she has to face that, and uh, a little glowing bug uh, shines a light, and it helps her to... Uh, fight back against the shadows and defeat them and drive them back and, and uh, face her fears, basically. That's what the story's about. Uh, spoilers for a children's book? I don't, I don't know about that, but uh, that's what it's about. And I'm so close to being done writing it. After this is all done, after I have this episode squared away and scheduled, I'm going to be working on that, focusing on that. And I hope and pray that tomorrow I'll have it out, uh, which will be uh, April 30th. So anyway, um, after I do that, I'm going to find an illustrator and get that thing published. And... Uh, it's a children's picture book inspired by Tokusatsu, so you should be interested in it, especially because I think it's going to look really cool and be really neat. So anyway, uh, please look forward to that, and uh, you know, follow along for all my coverage of SSSS.Dinazanon, as well as Ultraman Z, and all the other Tokusatsu things I'm doing and covering. I'm also talking about the Ultraman uh, Trials of Ultraman comics through on Swinging Through Comics, which you can find over on mgmwindows.com slash SDC. So like I said, many, many times, go ahead and look that stuff up. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to remind you that you don't have to shout Henshin to be a hero. And with that, I'm going to leave you uh, with peace and blessings. This is MJ signing off.